How you doing? It's your boy Chaplin Drew here on Let's Talk Shivery. You know the show that basically dispels the myth that men and women can't speak the same language in which to procreate. Listen, I just want you to know that, listen, whatever you're going through, God hears a fervent prayer. So let him know the desire of your heart and be sincere. Hey, listen, if you ever need me, I'm here for you. All in all, be encouraged, my friend. Peace. How you doing? I'm Drew Hines. Welcome to uh, another episode of Let's Talk Shivery, where we dispel the myth that men and women cannot positively communicate in which to procreate. So I'm really excited today. Um, I had a topic that was very uh, dear to me and it came to my heart. And the title is, um, What is Your Motive? Now, when I say that, I just want you to keep an open mind. I'm not a pastor. I'm just a man of God that understands that, you know, relationship is the core value of what we have going on in our lives and when i say core value um, the better we have a relationship with our creator as a creation it makes it easier for us to have a better relationship with one another as creations um, so it's funny there's there's a in the word um, there's a story of a man named jonah and uh just to paraphrase jonah um, was given uh, an assignment from god and he was supposed to basically um, deliver a message um, uh, to the people. And for whatever reason, he felt like um, he would be persecuted if he shared that message uh, with the people. So he was kind of scared. Even though he knew that was his assignment, he was scared to do it. And he tried to run away from God. Um, and it so happened that he went through a, a turn of events where he was on a boat. And um, then he was, had to be cast over the boat. Um, because of the storms, you know, um, and then basically he was swallowed by a whale and then he prayed to God and asked God to basically um, um, restore him and forgive him and that he would do what he's supposed to be doing and the whale um, in the story basically um, regurgitated him out on land and then he actually went back and do what he was sent to do originally um, from the beginning. So I say that to say this, there's many of us um, that God has given an assignment. And for whatever reason, we decided that we needed to run away from God. But the God that I know knows that we can never run from God. As a creation, we have to understand that we cannot run from our Creator. Okay? So that brings me back to the top topic at um, hand. What is your motive? Okay? A lot of us, we proclaim to be um, men and women of God. Um, but we found ourselves um, basically just focusing or, or living our lives um, based on uh, this false pretense of just living our lives with a mindset that, you know, we could just exist without a purpose. Like I said, if we understand that we are a creation, right, that means therefore we have a creator. If we have a creator, therefore, that means we were created. And if we were created, that means we have a creator that created us with a purpose. So if we were created with a purpose, that means we should live a purpose-driven life. Right? So that's what we have to kind of look at. So let's go back to the topic at hand. We said, what is your purpose? There are many of us who live our lives and our beliefs are based off of man-made traditions. And the reason why you hear me say man-made traditions is because of this. When we look at the Word of God, the Word of God is our biblical compass, our moral compass. Now, if we're saying that we serve God, 
right? And we understand and we, and we take it that the word of God itself is um, our main compass of how we live our life and, and, and why we do what we do is the principles uh, of what we, um, how we live our lives. Then we have to follow it to the letter. And the reason why I say to the letter is because if you look at the word of God, he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, right? And that's in Exodus 20. And it talks about the Ten Commandments. It also says in 1 John um, 2, verse um, 4, um, that we must get to the mindset where um, it says, if you, know, if you say that you know me, but you do not keep my commandments, you are a liar, and the truth is not in you. Okay? So let's, let's also break it down like this. Now, if we rewind back, um, we know that we had a, a, a wise man named Moses, and Moses led um, the, the children of Israelites. Um, and with Moses, Moses wrote a law, which became the Mosaic law. Um, we understand that was a law of man. Okay, so in in every era, um, we've had what they call um, the law of man. We have the law in every area where you go. They have the law, um, and even in this country, whatever country you may be in, listening, watching in, um, you have laws of your land, and they're man-made laws. But now we look at what we call the commandments, like in Exodus 20. We talk about the Ten Commandments. These are commandments of God. They were written by God for God's creation. Okay? He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. In other words, if we have a relationship with our Creator, as a creation, we would show homage by you know, following the commandments of God. Okay? So let's go back to these beliefs. A lot of us have these religions, these man-made religions um, and man-made traditions that we do how we serve God however we feel see fit some may follow the commandments some don't some may follow some of them some don't but yet we still claim to be children of God okay think about it how can you be children of God and say that you love God but don't keep his commandments like I said before in first John um, chapter 2 verse 4 if you say that you know me but do not keep my commandments you're a liar and the truth is not in you so we have to kind of get to the point where we, we stop getting caught up in um, just doing traditional things if you look at it if you are serving um, say that you're serving God and you're in a religion or a belief whatever it may be um, which even think about it most religions are man-made okay and, and 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 our beliefs that we come up with are based off of tradition man-made traditions you know our, our family you know they did things a certain way but you have to look at it. Just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't mean that it's, it's actually biblically correct. And if we say we're serving God, then it has to align with God. Okay? I'm just, I'm just rationalizing. Okay? So when you look at what you believe or what you're doing, whatever it may be, and it doesn't align with the Word of God, you have to question it. The Word says that we should self-examine ourselves. And honestly, when we were children, you know, we do things that we know we were taught. But there's somewhere along the line we have to become a, what they call a catalyst, where we see that something's not right and we make a conscious decision to do what's better. If you know better, you do better. Okay? So in everything, you have to ask the question, what is your motive? Let's look at the church organization. Now, we understand back in the days that you know, God had it to where um, he told um, them the specifics um, given them to, to build a church. And at the time, there was a meaning and a reason why he did that at that time. Um, because the people weren't, weren't worthy of being in the presence of God, 
he had the firmament basically come over the church after they were given the instruction to um, build it. And that's how he, he communicated, he was able to come, you know, allow them to be in his presence through having the church set up, the edifice of the church, and then he would come with it and he would, he would, he would communicate and be around his people because God loves us. Now, things have changed now because now if we listen to, um, uh, as things go on, you know, Jesus came in the picture. We talk about the gospel in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And Jesus is here. And now Jesus comes and he has, um, he basically, let's rewind back. So the spirit was turned into flesh and came among men. So now we have Jesus. Jesus is on the scene. And now he said, listen, I didn't come to do away with the laws. I came to fulfill them. So basically he, in, in the Old Testament, basically it was set up to where um, all these rules and regulations were set up. Okay, like the Mosaic Law and all these things like that. Now we have in the New Testament where Jesus is here, he's here as a living example of how we should live our life. Okay, so we look at that and now we hear Paul says um, in Romans, he said that we're no longer bound to the law, which means that after Jesus had died, um, became a living sacrifice, there was no need for us to have sacrifices anymore, which talks, you know, which in the Mosaic Law is built with a lot of sacrifices, no longer be bound to that law anymore. He said, we're not saved by works, we're saved by grace. So now we have it to where we're in this uh, modern time, right? And we have these man-made laws, these man-made traditions that are being used. And a lot of us are, are thinking that if we do what the church organization tells us to do, then we'll be guaranteed um, into heaven. That's not how it works. He says we're not saved by works, we're saved by grace. So we have to be careful because a lot of us are attached to a lot of these church organizations and um, we have to just find out, is it biblical? Are they really following the Ten Commandments? He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. There's only ten. And we have to understand the importance of the commandments. The commandments were built for one thing. It was to exemplify what love is, how to show love to the Creator, and also how to show love to the creation. Take your time and look at the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20, and you'll see, basically, that's what it says. You know, if you love me, you know, in it, it tells you, if you love me, you know, you will not take my name in vain. You will not have any graven images. Um, you will not put any God before me. You know, um, it also talks about to the creation. You know. Um, you know, if you love your neighbor, you will not bear false witnesses. You want to commit murder. You will not um, covet their um, their property or their wife or whatever the case may be. You know, it shows you how to love. And the opposite of love is sin. So I just wanted to share that real quick because, I mean, we always talk about relationships with between men and women, and, um, you know, in which we can procreate. Um, but still, it, it comes with the understanding that it's all about love. And if we really have a better relationship with God, it's going to help all of our relationships as a whole. And like I said, when it all comes down to it, you know, what is your motive? Why do you attach yourself with, um, um, you know, um, religious organizations um, um, that don't line up with the Word of God? Now, honestly, I'm not here to condemn anybody, but I just want to provoke thought. You know, if you look at the Ten Commandments, and whatever organization you're, you're affiliated with does not line up with the Word of God, and it's to the point to where you don't study the Word to show yourself approved, you just go and do blindly whatever your leaders tell you to do, and you're sitting there giving all of, of, of your earnings away to that church organization, not doing the will of God. And there's a difference between being affiliated with a church organization and having a personal relationship with God. You know, with me, I, I really roll with no chapel, with, with, with no, no titles per se. 
I'm just Drew, and I'm just here to help you out. I just really want to make sure that we all make it to heaven in one piece. But if we're sitting here trying to think that if we do something, you know, act a certain way or look a certain way or dress a certain way or live a certain way or eat a certain way, that our works alone will guarantee us a seat in heaven. That's not what the Word of God says. It says, by our grace, by grace we're saved. By grace we're we are not consumed. It's only by His grace and mercies. You know, so I just got to keep it real with you, all right? Anyways, man, I want to thank you guys for coming and tuning in with me. Today, our topic, we're talking about what is your motive. And I just want to, you know, want you guys to think about things. Because we want to just better, have a better relationship with one another. And the closer we have a good relationship with God, there's a better relationship we have with one another. And I love you guys. Real quick, I'm going to pray before we go. Heavenly Father, I want to pray that you may continue to bless all of your people, all of your creations, oh God, as our creator. Father, forgive us of our sins and shortcomings, oh Father God. We pray that you may bless our increase, oh Father. Whatever strongholds may be in our lives, oh God, we pray that you may remove it from our contents, oh God, that you may be praised. We pray, Lord, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in our sight. Oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I love you guys, and thank you for watching. Let's talk, Shivery. I'm your boy, Drew Hines. God bless. How you doing? It's your boy Drew Hines from Let's Talk Shivery. Listen, if you would like to be a guest on our show, just let us know. Let's talk Shivery.